Hello, peoples, and welcome to Esoterica Cinema, the podcast where we take films from the cinematic multiverse and discuss the hell out of them. My name is Jason Peters, and I am here with you for another patented five-minute review. I got five Today's film is The Invisible Man, released in 2020, written and directed by Lee Winnell, based on a story by H.G. Wells. The film was distributed by Universal Pictures and grossed $144 million on a budget of just seven. That's right, $7 million made back 144. Hell of a return for Mr. Winnell. Here's a summary from IMDb. When Cecilia's abusive ex takes his own life and leaves her his fortune, she suspects that his death was a hoax. As a series of coincidences turn lethal, Cecilia works to prove that she is being hunted by someone that nobody can see. Now, right off the bat, Lee Winnell does an excellent job of establishing the tone and atmosphere that is going to be present for the two hours, roughly, of the film. It's a bit of a long film, but it absolutely earns every single minute, starting with what is a very effective seven-minute opening scene with no dialogue at all. It's tense as hell. It's got no gore, it's just all mood, atmosphere, and pacing, and it's done absolutely flawlessly, really sets up the tone and the terror that is going to take place over the next 120 minutes. And right off the bat, one of the things that strikes you is just how well-directed this film is going to be. Winnell is becoming one of my favorite filmmakers. I loved what he did with Upgrade just a few years ago. That was definitely more of a science fiction film. If you haven't seen it, I did a five-minute review on that earlier in the year. Check that out, then watch the film. Loved the hell out of that one. This one is almost as good, which is saying something because I gave Upgrade five stars. Winnell definitely shows that he has a great eye for composition. He's able to create a dreadful atmosphere that's very tense when necessary. And not only that, but he actually imbues this film with a surprising amount of social commentary and even dissection of these elements while creating a very experiential story. And he actually does this first and foremost as a writer in the screenplay and then draws it out and brings it to life through his direction. It's incredibly well done and the whole film ends up being a parable for domestic abuse. And whereas a different filmmaker and a lesser filmmaker might have gotten a little heavy handed with it and a little preachy with it. The way Winnell does it is so subversive and so sly that he really puts you in the shoes of somebody who is being abused in a relationship. And we experience that through our protagonist played very well by Elizabeth Moss. She is basically set up to sort of be gaslit and be thrown under the bus and make it seem like she's crazy and she doesn't know what she's talking about. And all of these horrible elements that we hear about women in abusive relationships. And he's able to take those type of moments and tie them to horror elements in the name of deaths and actions and plot points and character actions that happen and take place and drive the story forward. Because this is a spoiler-free format, I'm not going to let you know what those are and spoil it for you. But suffice to say, all of them are very well-earned, and almost all of them took me so by surprise that it literally left my mouth agape for, like, a couple scenes. Like, it's really hard to get my jaw to drop in movies, right? I've seen thousands and thousands of them. This movie managed to do that, and that's an amazing feat. So props to you 
Mr. Winnell. The film also features cinematography from Stefan Ducio. I probably butchered that pronunciation. I apologize. But this movie looks great. It's entirely evocative of the mood that Winnell is trying to establish. It's dark without necessarily being underlit. You can see everybody when you need to see everybody. Things are in the shadows when they need to be in the shadows. And the entire look of the film is very strong, very dark, without being muddied. I loved it. As for the man's career, he hasn't really done a whole lot. I would have to imagine we'll see more of him coming up. He did shoot Upgrade, the aforementioned Upgrade, for Winnell, and he's done a ton of indie films. He did recently shoot the Apple TV Plus series Shantaram, I believe it's pronounced, and so maybe that'll be his sort of big foray into the spotlight. He seems to be a guy who deserves a crack. I also do want to once again mention Elizabeth Moss, who does a great job carrying this film. She is asked to do a lot, especially in a very sort of physical sense, right? There are times where she is doing a lot of what Bruce Campbell had to do in the Evil Dead movies that he was so rightfully lauded for, where he's kind of having to act against himself as though he is being attacked by an invisible being. And that isn't easy to do. And she's able to do that very well. And not only that... But she brings a certain level of pathos to the character where we always feel sympathetic for her and we believe that she is somebody that could and would be in an abusive relationship, right? She inhabits whatever that energy is while making sure to keep us on her side and she does end up finding that strength over the course of the film. And of course, you know, we're along for that ride and we champion her as she does. So all of this comes together in a very wonderful and very effective way. I was on the edge of my seat, and that's not something that's easy for me to do, right? Especially for not really having much gore. There's a couple gory scenes that stand out, but for the most part, the scares all come and they're all earned by way of just atmosphere, tension, all of those very effective traditional horror filmmaking techniques. I can't recommend this film enough. Going to go ahead and give you my three adjectives, suspenseful, intense, and experiential. And by the way, what I mean when I say experiential is that it's a film that puts you in the shoes of its protagonist. When people are telling her that she's crazy for thinking what she thinks, you've gone through her experience. So you are feeling those people. It's almost as though they're telling you, the viewer, that you were crazy for thinking what you think when you know you saw what you saw. And the way that it's handled is very effective. All of this amounting to a star rating of four and three quarters out of five stars. Almost perfect. Great, great, wonderful film. Recommended to anybody that can stomach and enjoys horror filmmaking. Do want to remind you that you can follow us on the social medias at Instagram and Twitter at Esoterica Cinema. You can also call us on our hotline. We would love for you to leave a message and get you on the air. That's 818-483-6285. Call us and let us know what you thought about The Invisible Man. And then, of course, you can go to our website where we have all sorts of features and current episodes for you to listen to. Thank you so much for joining us for this mini episode of Esoterica Cinema. We will see you next time. Enjoy the movies.